What's up, everyone? Welcome to another amazing episode of the Boundless Media Podcast with the amazing title of Boundless. Well, I totally forgot, guys. It's <laughs> well, that's that's how we're doing today because we're so focused on lead generation, the boundless. Boundless business. Is there we go. Yeah. I should just uh, <laughs> roll that up into a, a nice little nice little soundtrack thing. But anyway, thank you guys so much for uh, ch- ch- checking us out today. We have a very interesting topic. Um, and as always, if you need any help with outbound marketing or thinking about how to do personalized outbound, where to get the best data or anything related to that, look no further than our new beautiful website of getboundlessmedia.com. Justine, what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to dive into data. So we're going to go over some different use cases. Yeah. And tell people how we would find, analyze, and optimize data for those various niches. So it'll be really good, really useful. Some, you know, practical tips for how to get this data. Absolutely. And we have three different niches that we're going to be discussing today. We're going to go through analyzing where the best people are, what platforms we use, and how we would get that data into action. So this might not be 100% relevant for your niche, but take it as a, a learning experience on the strategies behind identifying data and then using that data. So Justine, what's our first niche? So our first niche is luxury e-commerce brands. Um, if that's where you want to start. <laughs> Larissa, do you want to start just because I, uh, uh, as many of you know, I am not a luxury uh, e-com shopper. So, well, to be fair, neither am I. However, there's a couple ways that I would probably do this. First, I would start by looking at like the original website itself. If you have a website, especially that you're like paying PPC and SEO ads on, uh, let's say you have like a decent ad spend, most of the time for luxury e-com projects, for, for luxury e-com products, like there's gonna be some ad spend behind that driving people to your site. So as you think about data, it's important to kind of consider like the cost that sort of goes along with it. Like none of the data we're gonna talk about uh, is necessarily free. It's all going to take either time or some money invested, right? And possibly both. So for a luxury e-com brand because you probably already have like decent web traffic because you're spending on ppc and seo and maybe even social ads driving people to your site uh that's where i would probably start so assuming you have good web traffic i would start on the site and start getting data from that site directly that will help you basically be able to qualify people uh, because they're already interested in you Yeah, absolutely. So uh, uh, on on top of that, I might do a completely different thing where I would find out if I sell luxury e-com items, right? Who is actually buying those? For instance, like, is it, you know, mothers in New Jersey or is it, you know, tweens in um, uh, Beverly Hills, right? Then we figure out who those individuals follow. And there's a reason behind it because I want to understand a little bit more on like, what specific items make sense for that niche, right? Then from there, I want to see who they follow in regards to influencers and brands. Because you can actually scrape people's followers on Instagram and all these other platforms and figure out who is a commonality between 5, 10, 15, 20. From there, you can see what items they promote 
and then start being start being able to build a much more like overview on like the brands that make sense right for for that niche right so that's one way to actually use social too and then it's old school but trade shows you could actually go to trade shows and understand like oh everyone's talking about this new type of lip balm or you know maybe the new hot thing like a couple years ago is quinoa so every like luxury food brand was using quinoa in it and you can use that ingredient or that brand or that person whatever as the stage to find more individuals like that so kind of a social one and then old school trade show so that's three different strategies for getting uh, good data for a luxury e-com brand. Um, what's next, Jesse? Well, before we move on, let's let's talk about what to do with that because it's great we have data, but if it just sits in a yeah. spreadsheet, like that doesn't really do do too too much. So once you have this data, you got to understand like where is the best place to, who you're who you're targeting specifically for this e-com brand, and then how your offer makes sense to get over to them. So let's say that you're going over and reaching, you want to reach out to the, um, you know, the, the brand director or marketing ops person, or maybe operations itself, right? You got to figure that out and then see, oh, if they're posting every single day on Instagram or Twitter, then, or LinkedIn, maybe the social campaign makes a lot more sense to connect with them there versus like an email one. Like, let's say they're not there, but they have their email in their bio or whatever. And they're like, hey, DM with any questions then or email with any questions, then you can reach out to them on email. So once you have this data, you want to figure out who you're going to target at that company and what the offer is going to be. Like, for instance, um, you user generated content. So you UGC you know, creators right now are reaching out to a lot of e-com brands to do videos for. So if you're reaching out to a luxury brand, for instance, you could, I don't know, and you had that product, for instance, like actually making them a video before and showing what you can do or showing past work or saying, hey, uh, I saw that you had this video and it did the best last month. Like this is what I could do to improve upon it. Maybe you the brand's really big on diversity and he knows that all their video content on TikTok, for instance, is one demographic or one socioeconomic group. You can actually bring that up. So whatever your offer is, like, you're going to have to customize it, but actually take that data and do something with it. I see a lot of people get amazing lists and they're the best of the best, but it doesn't really mean anything unless you can actually reach out to those people. Great. Yes, definitely. Um, so our next niche is um, SaaS leaders. So any SaaS products. Or so you and I have. You're, that. The, you're the expert here. <laughs> you should start here. Yeah. So so SaaS is very interesting because there are I actually built a campaign for brand new SaaS founders uh, the other day, and that was targeting people on like product hunt and for those who don't know what product hunt is it it basically releases 10 to 20 new SaaS, mostly SaaS based companies or SaaS based like solutions uh, every day where you can say hey this 
SAS helps you manage your time better or whatever. So you could actually like find these type of groups and, and directories and then have a whole campaign dedicated to referencing like they were just featured on Product Hunt. Or the standard one is like if they're hiring or they're raising money, that's fine. Another great one is podcasts. So actually going into listenernote.com, looking up like SaaS founder podcast and then scraping the guests off of that, putting those people into then sales nav or whatever database you use to then find that person. And again, you have some custom points that you could bring up when reaching out to them because you can say, I listen to your podcast or I love point A about that podcast. So two really great ideas is using online directories like Product Hunt. And the second one is using something like a podcast or something that's outwardly expressing that you know, if there's a podcast about B2B SaaS founders who immigrated to the US podcast, right? Super specific. So anyone on that list, you can pretty much assume is an immigrant uh, of a SaaS company focused on B2B. So it really helps you on, on qualifying um, there. Larissa, did you have anything else that really could work for SaaS before we talk about strategy and reaching out? Yeah. So one really big thing that like, I personally, as I've been scraping data, uh, have been utilizing has been LinkedIn groups. So a lot of these things you can find like really specific groups to be able to target. Uh, and if you have sales navigator, you can go ahead and just like plug those in. And like, as you're building lists, uh, you can just plug the kind of group name into sales nav. And it's like a super good filter because people like basically, again, if they're in this group, let's say they're in this group for, SaaS founders or, uh, and really like there's all kinds of different ways that you can kind of slice up this data and you can use groups to, uh, I don't know, have people kind of self-qualify themselves. And then I usually add like additional filters for like activity and things, but LinkedIn groups are super useful and can help you get to like really niche areas while also like filtering out all of your other titles and everything else. Yeah, I think another great example of groups is thinking about there's a lot of discord channels and, and stuff like that and it's a little harder to scrape but that is a is a way to do it i know i know a brand they are a really successful uh, tech company uh focus on development and one thing that they do is reddit they 100 of their marketing goes to reddit outbound and and content creation on reddit so very interesting to see how the world's going there but now that you have that data, you have to figure out how to reach out to these individuals. Like I said, two ways that we focus on is email, right? Um, custom email outbound or custom uh, social outbound. So like I said, if they came from Discord or Reddit, then focus on that. Uh, I did an experiment with Twitter the other day, focused on more SaaS founders, and that worked swimmingly. Um, to actually get people to respond and just because it's a different medium that doesn't get as as crowded but again you have to think about target offer message and then appointment setting sales so you can have amazing lists but your offer needs to make sense to that niche then you have to figure out what message they actually care about like very few people want an email of like 16 paragraphs like just get to the point, right? So, uh, but do it in a respectful way and really focus on selling, especially that SaaS founders, the outcome. Like what, why even have the conversation? One of my campaigns I literally was doing right before this, 
I was saying, hey, I can get you 20 more calls from your web traffic, open to chatting. And when they respond, the phone number, I give them a call. If they don't, then I send them a custom loom where I have a template and I customize the, the actual website that I'm referencing to them. And it just makes it much more personal. It takes less than 30 seconds to, to make something like this. So it doesn't have to take a ton of time, but there are often needs that matter to that specific niche. And you have to develop messaging that actually resonates, especially with SaaS, because they are getting bombarded every single day and twice on Sundays. Yeah, the only thing that you mentioned, but I would like to just really emphasize, it's really important, is that custom piece. So one thing as you're scraping data for pretty much any niche, it's really helpful to think of like, how can you, as you're scraping data, get custom points that you can later reference in your messaging. So that makes it a lot easier to go through and like write let's say custom emails or social messages or whatever, because if you're scraping those custom points as you go, then you have a whole database basically to work with of like, okay, here's a custom, here's something that makes this completely customized to this person. I couldn't send it to anybody else and have this actually make any sense, but you can do it at scale that way. So if you can include those custom points in your data scraping, it will go really far. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, this is, uh, this is fun. I'm kind of sad we're on one of the last ones. So we might have to do a bonus <laughs> one, to be honest. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, the last one I have is consultant. Larissa, you, you know the consulting world a little better than I, but what would you do? Consultants are hard. Because a big thing you want to keep in mind as you're putting together data and targeting is like purchasing power, right? Like that's a really big piece. So, and it also depends, like there's so many different like niches within consultants. Um, so that varies a lot as well, but you want to make sure that like the people you're reaching out to actually have authority to make any sort of decision, especially if this is an outbound to uh, eventually lead into a sales call. If you're reaching out to, let's say, a junior consultant at Ernst & Young, it doesn't matter. Like, it, there's literally no point. They can't do anything. And they have zero purchasing power. They're not even, like, at the top of the rung for any clients that they're working on. Like, they're really just, like, assisting other consultants. Eventually, they'll be, like, more seniors-type consultants. But I would say, like, really focus on that seniority. In terms of where to get that data, LinkedIn is a really good place to get that data. Otherwise, like kind of like we mentioned before, a lot of just like online discussion type forums is really good. I mean, it's going to vary a lot. So like my background is really in health benefits consulting. That is very different than let's say if you were doing like operational consulting. So the ways you would reach out to these people differs a lot depending on kind of like the area of consulting that they specialize in. Um, but I, yeah, like I would say like to kind of paint with a little bit of a broad brush, like really look for those forums or groups or anything really where like they're getting together to discuss like common problems. And then that also gives you again, a good custom point to be able to go and say like, okay, they mentioned this particular issue that like maybe their clients are facing. Cause most of the time, if you're targeting uh, consultants, it's not actually for the consultant. 
it's probably for who the consultant works with. In some cases, it might be for the consultant themselves, but oftentimes it's going to be like, you want to put yourself in front of this consultant so that their clients might be interested in working with you. So oftentimes people use consultants as kind of like a mediary because they, their client base matches, let's say your client base, your ideal client base and going in with a consultant is somebody that they trust and can have a little bit of like, uh, I don't know, just, just a little bit of like authority and like help push your product essentially a little bit easier. Although it doesn't always work. Consultants are hard to reach to. It just kind of depends on like where they're specialized. So hopefully that was helpful. And there's other places out there. So depending on the consultant themselves, let's say they're a specific technology consultant or like, I don't know, like Shopify consultant or something like that. There are, there are places where there are directories for that, but also there's ways and um, databases like people per hour or places where you can actually hire consultants on an hourly basis or hourly basis or something like that. There's a lot of them out there, like for marketing, a huge one is marketing hire, right? But you can actually find consultants on there and they they're very thorough with who they want to go after or who they help serve the most so that might be a great place to actually start to get the the initial ball rolling when it comes to finding people and after that like you'll notice like if you go to linkedin what groups are associated with and whatnot but like larissa saying like at the end of the day you once you have that person you need to be very sure you have a a compelling offer to them because it's a huge thing right now in, in the Facebook marketing game where everyone's like, I can help Facebook, or I can help coaches and consultants do X, Y, Z, which is great, but it's getting very saturated. So either you have to use a unique mechanism, like if everyone's saying Facebook ads, then you say TikTok ads or LinkedIn ads or something like that. So it really depends on like what your offer is on the type of like medium that would make sense. Right. So like most consultants are most in the business world, at least are or that you want to reach are probably not hanging out on Facebook as much or Instagram or might be unprofessional to reach them on those mediums. Twitter might be different. Right. Especially with all the, the buzz generated by Musk. So you just have to really be careful on like where you reach them and what you what, what you're offering them, because you could get drowned out by the noise quite easy. Uh, so for outbound, like data is great, but like the outbound for consultants uh, is a little, a little hard. Uh, so basically, basically our yeah. podcast, something you could use in, you know, reaching out to consultants or even finding consultants. Cause I feel like they're on podcasts a lot, but I don't know. I could be wrong there. I mean, there are strategies to like invite consultants to your own podcast, or you could use podcasts as a database for it. I don't know. I, there's sales and then there's marketing, right? If you're going to use podcasts for a sales mechanism, like unless it's really dialed in where like I bring on someone for 15 minutes and then we have a 45 minute discussion about something that's bothering them. That's harder to do, at least like from my perspective, but also on the same note, like, yes, you could use, you know, if there's a uh, Oracle, right? NetSuite podcast and they bring in consultants to share what's, what's happening or even actually, um, podcasts are, are, are might work but uh, events like consultants often speak at like industry events that might be a phenomenal one where you can like scrape the, uh, the speaker list and um 
uh, like fireside chats and it doesn't have to be like the main stage. They're often like consultants that will be be there. I was scraping a list for like roofing pros and there were like marketing agencies that only sell to mar- uh, roofing pros. So like if you look for like niche agencies and that's your target, then maybe conferences could be good. So you could just go to the exhibitor list and stuff like that. Uh, so that was my last niche. Did we want to do an extra one or should we make that into a different? Yeah, I, I think let's get the, let's hear feedback from everyone on, on these. Uh, maybe next time we can solicit ideas from people themselves and make this a lot more like custom. Like this is Jerry and Jerry has a, <laughs> this type of company uh, to do X, Y, Z. So maybe, maybe we'll have to like do this again. Cause I, I mean, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. Any closing remarks, team? Uh, I would just say in regards to data, again, you want to make sure you're getting custom customizable points and you want to make sure that you are qualifying your data. There is nothing that can ruin your marketing quicker than bad data. So make sure that what you're doing is producing high quality data. If you're planning on, let's say, reaching out to people on Twitter, don't reach out to people on Twitter that haven't posted on Twitter in the last 30 days, right? Because that gives you an indication they're not active on the platform. Look for those types of indications as you're scraping data so that the rest of your marketing is not set up to fail. Yeah, great point. And if you need any more help, uh, or like I said, our, our new website's out. So getbalancemedia.com. Our YouTube channel has now over like 200 videos around marketing, lead gen, and outbound specific so really excited to, to start sharing that content there. And honestly, if you have any questions, Nico at getboundlessmedia.com. Always happy to lend a, lend a hand or be a, a sounding board for you in your journey. So thank you guys so much for listening. Excited to keep this podcast going and uh, continue educating and helping you make more money and get more clients. So have a great rest of your day. Enjoy it and peace.